I've learned the ways of the jungle, Jasmina. Conquered its dangers. I'm a new man. Hello and welcome to Hosts of Ascalon, a Guild Wars 2 podcast where two enthusiastic fangirls have slight panic attacks when there's balance patches. I am panic. Alana. <laughs> and I'm Sorry. joined by Hashtag. That was my slight panic attack. What, what no, it's like, it was it like a hiccup? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Before we get started, a reminder that you can get in touch with us with questions, comments, or just for funsies by emailing us at hostsofascalon at gmail.com. And I have some apologies to make about that. Or on Twitter at Hosts of Ascalon. First up is Chivos, where we go over what we've been up to in Guild Wars 2. Hershtemerjurg, would you like to start us off? Thank you. Yes. Um, well, so uh, starting us off with a, a, a high positive, uh, I got my 22,500 AP chest five minutes before we started the show. <laughs> So it, it was uh, pretty close, but awesome. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. So uh, put me over the edge. It was the Dragon Bash annual um, mm-hmm. and it's 50 AP that, uh, that that awarded, which was awesome. Yeah. So I've been working on and off the past three weeks towards getting these annuals. A lot of it is just a gentle grind. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't have... get it done like the day after? Uh Oh, <laughs> Not this year. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, bashed many a dragon, Pignata, mm-hmm. and uh, stampeded many a minion. And uh, But this year I focused on the annual achievements. I also made some progress on my general festival achievos. I don't think I'll ever... I've been eating Zaitapi, but I don't think I'll ever get the full the full candy moment. <laughs> That's a lot of Zaitapi. I'm not... Yeah, no. No. <laughs> Not, not gonna do it. <laughs> no, yuck. Uh, I, I, I also I, don't do the Drewbird achievement. No. No, I didn't do that. I have no intention to do it. Drewbird can go in his candy stuffed hole and just <laughs> drown in a pile of snowflakes because what the heck? It's very needy. <laughs> candy stuffed hole <laughs> to be the name of the episode. <laughs> All right. We're three minutes in and we've already got our title. <laughs> Well, who, know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? We have, um, let's see here, 21 many, pages. Many a page. But most <laughs> of that is not being talked about. Yeah. Uh, so, and then finally, I changed up my look. I went back to red hair, which I haven't had hmm. in probably maybe a little bit over a year. Uh, so I wanted to go back to that, but desperate plea to ArenaNet, I still need new Asura haircuts, mm-hmm. uh, hair, hairstyles, uh, the choices. I know we've, I, I, I feel like you could go back over our past 61 episodes and find many a time that I have been ranting and raving about the need for new Asura haircuts and, uh, hairstyles. And it's Arena been about Net, in the what, last what is this? year and a half, two years though. Uh, okay. It's yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, anyway, we need, we need new ones. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. We need new ones. And along with that, we need the ability to control all color channels in accessories. So not Mm. just the one color channel, but all. So for example, I know we've talked about this before a little bit, but you know, like the bow (laughs) with the ponytail and the gold part 
And, uh, and then like when you have some of the bejeweled hairstyles, the majority mm-hmm. of the color, you can't change. It's only like one tiny little bit. And even like the bow, the, the fabric is really weird. The texture is weird because I was playing with it and, uh, I chose the black, like the blackest black color that they had. And it's, it's like a see-through blue, you know, it's just not, it's not quite right. So I don't know. Hmm. Could you use some more options there, ArenaNet? Because you got nothing else to do besides uh, work on my cater, and hair cater to you. That's what they're there for. All right. <laughs> Somebody's got to say it. So I'm here to make my requests known. And uh, you know, what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> well, I also finished the Dragon Bash annual earlier this evening. I had, uh, I was hoping to, I wanted to get the Stampede one done, but I, I was too far along, but I was able to get the other ones done. And today and so that was good so woo-hoo. i didn't woo-hoo. i didn't get an achievement chest though but that's okay and oh you wait you didn't get you got the annual achievement chest yeah yeah right? yeah i didn't yeah, yeah. like i didn't take over the big ones hmm. the hmm. big ones um and sort of related to your rant about hair uh I was, I was confused when I was looking at my notes here. I didn't write it down. But uh, the day after Dragon Bash started, I wrote, no drinking staves. <laughs> I forgot. So that was the 24th of June. And I forgot what that was about in the, in the span of time between then and now. And But hashtag reminded me because I have, I have different characters that I use for different uh, festival events. So for... Dragon Bash, I use my um, my Norn baby bitter malt, mm-hmm. and I try to make her like kind of like the Norn party type. That's the whole bitter malt theme. And there's no staffs that actually fit a drink. Like, cause I have uh, the the Focus Courage, and I can't write. I think I have the holographic dagger from last year. Mm-hmm. But I really, 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 really. <laughs> She wants a massive wine glass. Oh, That's right. what she wants. <laughs> like a big wine glass that spills wine everywhere. <laughs> or fruit juice, as the case may be. Mm, so, you know. yeah, I need a drinking staff. <laughs> That's what I need for, for Dragon Bash for next year for my, for my elementalist. So what do you think we'll get first? I feel like this is a poll. Are we plaid? going to get a Surin hair plaid or a drinking staff? Or a hot tub chair. Or a hot tub chair. Because the hot tub chair, we have people on Twitter, I think, who is it now? Was it Flipside? We got people like advocating for the hot tub chair. I could could get on board with that. Um, Especially if, you know, there was like a a little towel off to the side that was plaid. You know, it would tie together our themes. (laughs) You should just like throw everything in once to have have a wine staff right next to the hot tub. (laughs) And it changes your hairstyle when you're in there. There you go. Done. It's just like one and done. Um, So yeah, that was, I have this calendar and I want to, I mean to write down what I've been doing in games so that makes doing these easier. And then I never write them down. And when I do it, stuff like no drinking staves, which then I forget what it's about. Uh, Other than that, we did, we did a few missions. Oh yes. The towel is monogrammed. And the Azurian hair, but it will be stolen from other races. Nice. <laughs> anyway, uh, we did several guild missions. Um, they, we've been a lot more consistent now that we moved them back to Sunday. That said, we didn't do this past Sunday because with it being the holiday long weekend in the States, um, 
we were we were light on players so yeah. that's fine yeah. i mean it makes sense um spent the weekend with some friends and other than the mom uh who's like my age but everyone else plays guild wars 2 so our friend uh, her husband who's also our friend and their two sons who are 10 and 13 so i had uh 10 and 13 year old boys regaling me with guild wars 2 info all weekend and it was both tiring and adorable <laughs> i was uh in our camper having a, a a wee snooze a wee siesta in the afternoon and they and i don't think their mom knows that they did this they came out and woke me up <laughs> and made Jersey bark her head off because she was in the camper with me. And they had got a Black Lion key from doing map completion or story. I, I'm not sure which. And they share an account between the two of them, um, which I don't know if you're supposed to, but they're brothers. So, um, but they got the Dark Monarch uh, mount skin out of it. And so they never buy keys. They like they're like they don't spend any money on the game because they're children. The day, but they were so excited. They like had to tell you snuck out of the house to come tell me (laughs) and wake me up. It was just, it was like that's very adorable. As I'm holding a freaking out dog, (laughs) it was very cute. I I forgot to mention that you know, as you were talking about your your bitter malt, uh, I was remembering. uh, I've had um, many many a sighting this this week. Right, you've been very popular. Yes, yes. I, I've gotten recognized uh, a couple of times in game. This I think like actually four, four times maybe in the past week, which was insane um, mm-hmm. and and super fun because I'm always on hash. So if you see a hashtag in the world, generally it's probably me versus Alona, who you have multiple characters. I jump around. It's mostly yeah. Alona, but I do jump around. Jump, yeah, jump, jump around. Jump. Um, so yeah, it was fun. It's fun yeah. being recognized. It is. Uh, and then the other thing, they had to show me all their characters, of course, and they both do a lot of world versus worlding. For and they would talk about which commanders they like. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're telling they're, me about this. They're working towards legendary armor. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it was so very, impressive. It was, it was adorable and impressive. Yeah. We never split the show up. Hashtag. That's all right. You're gonna we're going to, we're just going to toss it back and forth. All right. Sure. All right. So, and now it's time for Post of Askalon, where we recap the news for Guild Wars 2. And uh, we we have just, just a little, little bit, little bit of news. Yeah, bit. You know, a little 15 pages. Uh, <laughs> uh, the balance patch just came out, which you know, Alona and I were on pins and needles <laughs> waiting for this balance patch. It came out. We combed through it with a fine tooth comb. <laughs> read every piece of this have insightful comments from all of you because that is that is what we're here for it's what we're known for is our skills (laughs) (laughs) all right so we're gonna do our best um to cover the updates that came out this past tuesday it was july 7th uh and so here we go so for the living world um remote charge has been added it's a skill it's not been updated, added. so it can target in shallow water. Yeah, so that's uh, one of the ones from the newest map. Newest map, I believe. Oh well, hmm. that's a uh, that uh, 
it comes with the obtained from United Legion way stations. Oh, 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 oh it's one of okay. those ones. I see. That's why I don't recognize it because I need more. And... Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, y- yes. Uh, Ashmilt, or uh, if I'm saying that right, a, a, ha- a Hamilt. Um, I feel like that's like Alexander Hamilton there in short. Mm-hmm. Um, in, uh, in chat, uh, that is why you pay us the big bucks uh, to uh, go over um, updates to the game. Yes. <laughs> Next up, General added a message to notify players when they are whispering to a player with a play for free account who cannot reply. Oh, that's nice. Okay, it is nice. So- and even th- before you head on, um, there was something that was added to the game several months ago and I made a note to talk about it and I kept forgetting they you know how we had talked many times about one of the things I liked about Guild Wars 1 is I got the notification you've been playing for x number of time take a break yes and how much I love that that that's actually in Guild Wars 2 now so you'll get a little thing that pops up you've been playing for one hours you've been playing for two hours Mm -hmm. and uh we never talked about it and I just are you sure no, we never did. We never talked I about feel like it. We did. Only because I talked about it before this happened. <laughs> but we never actually <laughs> talked about the fact. I've talked to you, not on the show. We talked okay. about it, but we never talked okay. about it on the show. And I just wanted to throw that in there because it's like, oh, I love it so much. Uh, Aether, you have to turn it on. You may have to turn it on. And I, but my, I thought mine was on by default because I don't no. think I, think I it- looked for it but in any event i remember looking for it because it was in the show notes it, i mean it was show notes it was in uh an update note at some point and you had to go in through the settings i think and and turn it on i believe mm-hmm. um but it's great i actually really appreciate it i just like that oh it like sometimes i'm like it's been an hour <laughs> i've just been at the <laughs> bank i've been at the bank this whole time <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, all right um so uh items rune of the weaver this rune set no longer grants barrier when using leap finishers but instead grants barrier upon using a stance skill mm-hmm. and then rune of the mirage this rune no longer this rune set no longer grants three seconds of super speed when using leap finishers but instead grants five seconds of super speed when using an elite skill this effect has a cooldown of 10 seconds so one of the things so i i did listen to wooden potatoes video that he did with boots when they were talking about the balance patch prior like when they released the the notes early for what they were thinking of doing and Mm -hmm. when i read this i thought well that's really interesting that they're they're moving away from leap finishers and on one hand, I was like, well, that I could see how stance skills or using your elite skill, that's more purposeful in many ways. Like you can, you know exactly when you're going to kick it off. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, and they, they talked about this too, that moving away from combos and, and combos, I think, are one of the more unique and interesting aspects of Guild Wars 2. Like it was very, it was something I was really excited about. I've always really liked them. I don't necessarily think that they explain them super well to new players Mm -hmm. at this point Mm -hmm. in the game. Uh, Old players too. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) and so I'm torn because I can see how being able to say this is a very purposeful, like I'm using a stance skill versus leaping through a field that may or may not be there. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I can see what, the, why they would want to do that. But at the same time, I'm like, I, I, 
my spidey sense is tingling and I'm kind <laughs> of worried that combos might much like the personality system <laughs> might be starting to be like ditched. And I hope that's mm. not the case. Yeah. What are these combos you speak of? Right? Combos are amazing. <laughs> uh, we'll be talking about those a little bit later on, sort of. Um, yeah. I'll be, I'll be, I've been bringing them up again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So moving us along because we've got a lot to talk about here. Uh, so now we're on to the all exciting profession skills. So in general, icons for days and stun are now displayed in light purple in skill and trait tooltips. Mm-hmm. And updated the language for traits that affect specific profession skills to be more generic. This change, because <laughs> that's what we all wanted. Mm-hmm. This change helps account for elite specializations that may have different versions of those skills. For example, traits that affect mind rack now state that they affect shutter skill one. It is, I know, I understand why they're doing it. I totally understand. <laughs> but like, my comment is because that doesn't kill the magic. Might as well just say F1 and use it across all professions. Like it's like, why even mention shatter? Yeah. Just say F skill one, F skill two. Like I, I understand why they're doing it. I, I totally, from a logistic point of view, get it. But it's, it, now granted, I'm talking about a world where we have bobblehead laboratories and, you know, <laughs> like t-shirt outfits. And like, there's already tons of things that, you know, break immersion, but still I'm like, I don't, I don't Breaking love. immersion, I feel like that's completely different, though. I don't love this. I understand. No. I understand why. I totally understand, like, logistically, but thematically, it hurts my soul, <laughs> which is, I recognize, super uh, hy- hyperbolic. Here, oh, yeah, yeah. But what <laughs> Tons of hyperbole. What I don't understand here is what precipitated this change as far as, like, did they have focus groups or did they get, mm-hmm. where are they getting this feedback that said they must have had feedback that said, you know, I'm reading through these balance patches. I'm reading through all these notes. I'm looking at my tool tips or whatever, and I don't know what this thing is. And so therefore I don't care. But to me, it's just kind of, Hmm, I don't know. Uh, how do other games yeah. deal with this? Like, I don't like, it just, it feels a little pulling back the curtain to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it feels mechanical I, to me. It, I know. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm and I like I I totally understand like I where I work in my my day job we make templates and we try to follow them because otherwise we'd spend too long doing things so I I suspect it has something to do with that it's just it just mm-hmm. it just removes a little bit of the shine for me a bit of the magic yep. yeah all right we're on to the elementalist um which I'll do the elementalist and then I guess we'll trade off sure uh, and I think mm-hmm. uh, we aren't for the most part, going to go into the nitty gritty of what's changed for each of these skills. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, with Mesmer, I've had a couple things that I've commented on. But... Yeah, so we'll do our usual reading the the big picture um, and then pulling out anything that we feel particularly passionate of importance to ourselves, <laughs> which is apparently how we... <laughs> We are passionate about this. And my snort laugh is on blast tonight. (laughs) Well, I got you going early. So we... uh, It's true, you did. We're rearing. All right. So for Elementalist, in this balance iteration, we're looking at the Elementalist Grandmaster Fire Traits. Persisting Flames is expected to push into more of a damage over time role, while Pyromancer's Poussance... Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to say that. You said it right, Poussance. Okay. 
is getting a few changes focused toward group support and burst damage. With these changes, we are looking to also slightly reduce burning damage output in order to keep overall damage from going significantly higher in raid rotations. Yeah. So this one, I I don't play elementalist, elementalist enough to really um, have a whole lot of conversation about what's going on here. I just, the only thing that concerns me here, and I, I could be speaking out of turn here, I don't really know, but this just the one thing that stands out to me is this last statement about uh, keeping the damage from going significantly higher in raid rotations. And to me, it's, are we overbalancing for raid that is one part of the player base? You know, because we have in WW, we have in PvP, but mm-hmm. raids this is still are PvE. PvE. Yeah. So that's, you know, to have to balance for the top, you know, for high level content in raids. I don't know. Interesting, interesting take. Yeah. Is there anything else in, uh, in Elementalist you want to talk about? Nope. No, I think that was good. There was a bunch of like reduced cooldowns and things like that. So the boring stuff. All right. Murmur, on to engineer. Murmur. Alona, it's you. With this update, we revisited the shield and its trait and found that while its function remains reasonable, it needed a few improvements to both its messaging and potency as a defensive tool. A couple main hand pistol skills also received enhancements to their condition duration as they've been lagging a bit behind even kit auto attack options. And I'm really excited. I actually use pistol. I don't think I use pistol shield. I think I have in the past, but I think right now I'm using pistol something else. I don't know what, but um, I was really excited about this. I don't, and again, I don't NG a huge amount, but uh, I like the shield on NG. And so this, I'm 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 happy they're giving it some love. Yeah, I mean I've never played Shield, but looking at these uh, these skill updates, it looks it looks kind of cool. So uh, not that I'm going to go give it a try, but at some point in the next ten years, I probably will. So yeah. at that point, yeah. it will probably have reversed back. Yep, um, such z- my luck. <laughs> Zero in chat saying I hate to say it, but they may need to break the skills up further at some point to break raids out like they have with PvP and World vs. World. And realistically, you could probably do raids and strike missions together. Mm-hmm. But how do you do that? Oh, do you, well, they're both instanced. They're both instanced. I know, but can you? Oh, I mean, to have to have a build. I mean, okay. I guess you could have like your open world build, and then you'd have your three specialty builds mm-hmm. for for other content. That oh, uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Grim's saying, but most the shield, most of the shields are but ugly. Ah, uh, there are there are. There are some very good ones out there. Actually, my ironically, one of my favorites is the one you get from Hall of Monuments from Guild Wars One, the the Aegis, the Diamond Aegis, I think it is. Mm. So there are some super ugly ones too, though. Just want to eh, acknowledge yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fair enough. Fair. All right, uh, on to the Guardian. Feel my wrath is a very prominent skill for party support right now, but we feel it's overperforming a bit. We're ret- <laughs> such such a like. Performance review. Yes. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> you pull the guardian into into the office. All right, let's, it let's, is time for mid year reviews. Hashtag. Let's talk about let's talk about your performance where you're where you're a little bit street stronger, a little bit weaker this past six months. And I just want to let you know that uh, feel my wrath. It's it's really it's really good for party support, but it, you're overperforming a little bit. We need you to bring it back a little bit. Uh, so we're going to reduce the party quickness a bit but compensating for the guardian by increasing their personal quickness gain. (laughs) 
suckers because i'm moving faster you're doing you. you're doing too much for the group <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> you really need to take some time for yourself well. uh we're also improving a few of the weaker utility skills to try and make them more appealing in all game modes alona i think this is how we need to do balance patches in the future we should just go like through mid-year reviews as as a yeah as a performance <laughs> review <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, so for Guardian, um, I mean, make them more appealing, uh, basically means we're giving you a little bit of a, of a boost, uh, we're reducing duration of various things, uh, reducing cooldown, reducing cooldowns of a lot of things, uh, mm-hmm. so that's, that's their, their boost, like, you're not gonna have to wait 10 seconds, now you get to wait 8 seconds, oh, but suckers, only in PvP and WW. Not, so oh, I was like that. Well, no, there are some like judges intervention but, went from 45 to 40. Yeah, you know. right. Yeah. So there have been yes. other ones as well. <laughs> okay. Take us away with the Mesmer. The Mesmer. The main change for Mesmers in this update is the restoration of self-shattering for Chronomancers. And yay. Oh, it's actually super not. Okay. I have a Chronomancer. I hardly ever play him. I don't Chronomance very often, but I was super bummed when they took this away. <laughs> For my fellow Mesmers. Yeah, I remember this you talking cha- about it. Hmm? I remember you talking about it. Yeah. Uh, this change was originally made to emphasize the difference between Chronomancer Shatter skills and core Mesmer Shatter skills, but this ended up making them more difficult to use. Instead, we are focusing more on the differences in functionality be- between, cor- between Chronomancer and core Mesmer Shatter skills rather than the cost to activate them. Additionally, we are making a few small changes to Mirage skills to improve their usability. And so, yeah, Chronomancer Shatter skills can be activated without clones. So, and it will center on you. Uh, there was a couple other things where I had a note here. I thought I did. I guess I didn't. I thought I had notes under Mesmer. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently I had, oh, right. No, Mirage Retreat. Um, the skill no longer breaks enemy targeting. So... Which sounds like, well, that makes sense. But Mirage Retreat, return to your starting point and leave a clone at your previous location. I feel like, then why even have that skill in the game? Like, I feel like it is, it it should break enemy targeting. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't break enemy targeting at the point, like, it doesn't, it don't even have it in the game. It doesn't even need to be in the game at that point. Unless you can then, if you went in Viz, I guess. But still, that's, you're using two for, I don't know. Again, I don't have, I don't use Mirage Retreat because I find like shadow stepping and teleporting and all those, like not the, like the quick ones in battle. I find those Mm -hmm. way too difficult to do. I am not skilled enough for it, but that bothers me. (laughs) So anyway. So I'm looking through these Mesmer changes and what I'm trying to kind of understand is, is this largely a, a buff or a nerf? overall for, uh, for the mesmers i would say it's largely a buff i would say it's largely a buff like aether in chat is saying as a condi mirage main they welcome the mesmer changes and and i i don't disagree like it's it's fine it's just that one doesn't make sense to me the mirage retreat that no longer breaks enemy targeting and i don't even run it so maybe <laughs> per- perhaps there is something i am not understanding as well that mm. makes it like or is it a burf? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a nerf and <laughs> it's a nerf and a burf. A nerf and a buff. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but yeah, uh, other, uh, overall it was fine. And I'm really glad that Chronomancers got uh, self shatter back. So I like that we didn't plan this in our handoff, but you got Mesmer and then I got Necromancer. Right. So uh, the universe is in favor of our, uh, of not planning our show notes <laughs> or, <laughs> um, or dividing the show. So the Necromancer <laughs> traits for Signets and Wells have long occupied a difficult place in most builds since they exist on the Grandmaster tier and typically have not provided enough power to warrant taking over other Grandmaster traits. Removing the Signet trait, removing the Well trait, and replacing the Grandmaster slot with new, more broadly functioning traits that we feel will be more competitive with other options at that tier. Um, Yeah, so the thing is, as I looked through these changes, there's not that much that was changed that I make a lot of use of. I haven't really used wells in a while. I use them and sometimes if I'm if I'm doing some sort of specific yeah. build that I want to play with or um maybe I, in a like a um a, a wow, I want to say fraction. It's not a fraction. Fractal? <laughs> not a fraggle. Frac well no, we do call it fraggles. We do. Fractals. Fractal, yeah. Uh or fractals. You know, I, I sometimes will change out um some things for wells, but I haven't used them in a while. But looking through this list, uh, you know, there's been some significant changes in the duration of mm-hmm. the recharge. So I mean I would say like when you're looking at some of the some of the ones I was making fun of earlier with some of the other um, you know, the other the other traits where it was like reduce from 45 to 40, that's not a big difference, but reducing from 35 to 25, that's a, that's a 10 second change. That's, that's pretty big. I don't see um, any 35 the, to 25. The well of darkness is 35 to 25. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. I see. Yeah. And then 40 yeah. to 32 for well of corruption. And I, I at first was a little concerned when I read that they were removing the, the trait for wells because I have to double check whether I have traded for that or not, because I, I really like Necromancer Wells and even um, Jersey's a Reaper, but I still use Wells a lot with her. And Mm -hmm. so I was a little concerned, but then when I see like, they're basically just giving you the benefit of that trait by reducing the the recharge rate for them. Yeah. Um, Although I'm now trying to figure out, was there something along with that? Was it just a reduce or was it like an additional benefit? Like, like, was it like when you additional, like, Condi stuff when you use a well or something like that, or would the other things affect that? Probably other things would affect those. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So the only other change that um, I'm not quite, I don't fully understand yet, is the the shade skills change. So these have been changed back to triggering at both the necromancer's location and their shade location with each use. Um, what I don't understand about this is I use I've traded with. Sansavant, where only one shade is summoned at a time. So I'm not quite understanding what this means as far as triggering at both my location and the shade location. Mm. Like I don't, I don't think that works with the shades of art, but I don't really know. Yeah. So if you know in chat, please let me know. So, um, or <laughs> yeah, and the new skill that or a new trait they added is Blood Bank, which. I think it's kind of a cute name, actually. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, you probably want to read that, that this. Yeah. You want to read that one? Sure. Okay. So this new trait replaces vampiric rituals in the blood magic grandmaster slot. It causes healing over your maximum health amount to be converted into barrier. Regeneration effects do not trigger this trait. Ooh. So here's the only thing Let with that. So vampiric rituals 
did reduce Wells' recharge time, but it also granted protection to allies when it was cast, and it siphoned health with every pulse. That's mm-hmm. So you're losing those two as well. So they're giving you the recharge reduction out of the gate, but then you're losing right. those those other two. Um, Which I, I think I like. I need to check out and see what I've I don't what know. I've got going on. I like the siphon. I use the siphoning health. I really liked that part. Yeah. But that's the thing is they've made it more specific to barrier. And yeah. That, and that's yeah. and that's only um, scourge, right? Or do all yes. necros? Yes. Yeah. So no, no. so they they took something that all necros could use mm. and put in something that can it only help scourge? Mm. I'd have to think on that. Uh, I do want to say that Zero uh, added in chat that even with a single shade, you can center the shade away from you, which is true. You pump out the skill as well as the shade when you hit the shade skill. Right. <laughs> I didn't understand uh, a single word of that. <laughs> but, but what I maybe I'm misunderstanding because it says in the new skill, it's triggered at the location and the shade. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, so thank you. For some reason, I was reading. Thank you, Zero. I was reading this as meaning the not the skills were triggered, but the shades were triggered. Ah. Uh, so I was like, "How can I have a shade triggered at both my location and wherever I'm targeting?" Uh, but now I see that it's the skills that they're talking about are targeted where this that which totally makes sense. So um, thank you for. <laughs> Let's move on to Ranger. <laughs> Damage build soul beasts have been unleashing numbers that are higher than they should be. This is on a broad level rather than being tied to particular weapons or utility skills. As such, we're tapping the power and condition damage bonuses they gain while merged with deadly and ferocious pets for some reductions. In competitive game modes, druids have been have been seen significantly less use. Wait. <laughs> That that's no th- that word. wording in competitive game <laughs> modes, druids have seen significantly less use for their supportive abilities. <laughs> so we're tuning those up to encourage bringing the affected traits and glyphs. That sentence also didn't make sense for bringing the affected. So this, this sentence is hurting my brain. <laughs> okay, wait. So I know, so I know what they're trying story. to say, but I think it got garbled somehow. Garbled. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when we're in like PVP or in um, WW, we haven't seen as much druids being used for support. support. So we are tuning those up so that you can bring those, those affected traits and glyphs and make them make your support even better. Perfect. Okay. Thank you for translating that for me. Cause I was like, <laughs> what? What's happening with that <laughs> sentence? Um, so yeah, it's the reduced bow- power. Like, yeah, I don't really play Ranger enough to understand what any of these mean. <laughs> well, it, it, what I can say is kind of like what we were talking about with Ranger, uh, with, sorry, with Necromancer changes as opposed to some of the other ones where like it's pretty significant changes. You know, sometimes when you get a balance patch, it'll, it'll truly be like mm-hmm. increased by 0.5 seconds for the duration of 0.2. You know, it's like, it's so tiny, but this is like, uh, you know, increased gain. So uh, like deadly archetype for soul beast, reduce the condition damage, increased gained while merged with this deadly archetype, archetype pet by 25% in PVE only. Like 25% is you're going to feel that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. Someone else is. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
versus I gotta say like vine surge the change there that's like what I call classic balance patch increased immobilization duration from 1.5 seconds to two seconds you know that's a it I know it probably does that's a thing though when you when you're talking about seconds like seconds feel like forever I know I know but like oh like even worse lunar impact increased healing coefficient from point seven two to 1.0 so let's so a quarter of a second i mean i guess like when you're chaining these together you can definitely feel it if you're like one of those power players yeah uh, and yeah, pvp and world is, versus world would be yeah. the places where that would uh occur there you go all right moving on to the revenant this update has some quality of life improvements aimed at revenants who knew who knew we're in the revenant section mm-hmm. we're actually going to talk about revenants yeah we <laughs> we added the ability to swap legends in midair mm-hmm. changed a couple of skill requirements so that they can't fail and set the seven shot skill to fire without needing ground targeting to allow revenant to fire attacks more cleanly at a target changes to the revenant on the competitive side are aimed at reducing the sustain available through reductions to damage mitigating abilities there's a lot of words here <laughs> i gotta say i I haven't seen a lot of people playing Revenants in a while. Now, granted, I'm not in competitive play. So maybe, maybe there. I, I see quite a few. There. I see yeah. quite a few. Um, but that reminded me. Um, so A. Hamilt said that going back to Ranger, they hate that they can't switch pets while in combat anymore. With, uh-huh. you, with you on that. And I forgot I was going to mention, I kind of hope in a balance patch at some point down the line we get, I want spirits to walk again i don't know what that means the the ranger spirits they used to oh they used to follow you around you could have your really? little army following you around and then they locked you know they rooted them in place and huh. i miss the wandering spirits now why was that was it because there was just too much visual noise or is it because it was too uh it, it was too powerful i don't know i like i like the aesthetic of them wandering around with you yeah. <laughs> I'm making little yeah. finger wagglies and a Hamilt <laughs> is agreeing with me. Of course. I, I want, I would love to see that come back or even if you did it more like um, where you could pull them to your location, maybe that uh-huh. exists already. Uh... Uh, basically though, I like the aesthetic of them wandering around. Yeah, so. I do too. I do too. They look a little too static. Mm-hmm. All right. It's you for thief. It's a long one. Thief. It's actually, Oh geez. <laughs> one sentence which i'll read it slower with this update we're looking to improve condition builds in pve while reducing more egregious condition builds in pvp and world versus world (laughs) points for using the word egregious there's your performance review um got some egregious condition builds happening really I love to sit that. you down. I love um, it so much. You know. Egregious. <laughs> Again, like what led to this? I don't I don't care. I like the fact that egregious condition builds got you. I mean, are they looking at like builds on meta battle and be like, oh that's egregious. Oof. Oh, and zero for um Revenant is saying the in-air activation for Revenant helps with content that requires the jump over the thingy to prevent death. And I seem to recall when Potatoes and Boots talked about that specifically as well. Mm. So, uh, Yeah, they, they would be the ones who would know. <laughs> <laughs> All 
who would understand <coughs> such things. Yes, yes. All right, Warrior. Warrior updates are focused around improvements to some of the lesser used offhand weapons, Yay. as well as some lesser used traits in PvE. Since these weapons see little use in competitive mode, we are being a little aggressive with the changes. Egregiously we'll aggressive? We'll be watching <laughs> to see if they become over. That's right. We're going to we're gonna be aggressive, but we'll be watching you <laughs> to see if they become overbearing. So I want watch them to- out, warriors. Don't become egregious in your builds. Because I want them to be egregiously aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> that, might be, uh, that might be the show title. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I haven't dived into all of these necessarily, but I really do like that for all the profession, well, not all, but a lot of them, they're trying to think about, how they can improve, um, I think, diversity so that, you know, yeah, he, yeah. Here, so that here's he, these weapons aren't getting a whole lot of use. How can we make them more attractive for players? Mm-hmm. Which is a lot more fun because mm-hmm. when you go into raids, you don't want it to always be, or even like PVE compositions, you don't want it to always be like, all right, where's the, uh, where's the elementalist? Where's the this? Where's the that? Mm-hmm. It's more fun if there's, you know, a little bit of variety I do have to say some of these skills, um, you know, they've been increased by 50%, the damage dealt um, for, you know, break enchantments and lost aversions, which is, you know, that's, it's a big boost. I mean, mm-hmm. even though it's only like 0.9 to 1.35, but it's a coefficient. It's not, not the like base number. So it's still pretty significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Let's see, anything else interesting in this list that stands out to me as I'm looking at it for the first time? Um, (laughs) Overall, it looks like if you're a warrior, I think I'd be pretty excited. Yeah. And yeah, Zero is saying much axe love. And I totally like, (laughs) I really like warrior axe. So I'm pretty excited about that. (laughs) <laughs> so for World versus World, there were some changes to Warclaw. Battle Mall, they reduced the target gap from cap from three to one in World versus World. Can you use it? I'm um, confused. <laughs> Can't you, you really s- only use that in World versus World? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, well, it says increased target cap from three to ten in other game modes. Maybe. There you go. And so well, where where else can you, how can you target cap in other, with the Warclaw? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't use Warclaw outside of World versus World, so dunno. Reduce I'm wondering oh. oh, you know, I'm wondering actually in the new map, mm-hmm. can you use it against some of the doors and things like that? That is a fine question, and I don't know. Superior Battle Mall, reduced target cap from 3 to 1 in World versus World. Warclaw Mastery 4, this mastery no longer causes Superior Battle Mall to finish downed enemies. Instead, it causes Superior Battle Mall to deal 20% bonus damage to downed enemies, which I guess mm. could kill them off. Yeah, but that doesn't feel as good. Yeah, and Fatal Fangs, this achievement will no, will now progress when striking a downed enemy with Superior Battle Mall instead of when finishing a downed enemy. This does not affect existing achievement progress. So. Okay, well, not of particular interest to me, but... No, but the, when they, they don't often change mount skills, so I thought that was... Well, yeah, because most mount skills don't... They don't change an awful lot. 
Well, no, but like you can't use them in competitive play. No, no. But but the war claw you can use in competitive play, so it makes sense that that's the one that they're like tweaking. Like for example, with my griffin, if I can you know stay in flight for an extra half second, that's not going to like give me a competitive edge over another player because I can only use it in PVE. I could I could kill steel from you with it <laughs> in another game. <laughs> Oof. entirely oh, oh. <laughs> all right let's move on to the good stuff, <laughs> good stuff. this is this is uh, our favorite part of the show um where we're going to dive into the black lion trading company gem store let's look at these lovely lovely new additions so first up <laughs> we have the new the only spellforged glider backpack combo and spellforged outfit available for 700 gems each there's also a package for 2000 gems let's dive into this this is uh quite a look it has made the rounds of uh reddit reddit and 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 the the twitters the twitters (laughs) the tweeter machines (laughs) uh it's a very very tanky look very wide you almost look like you have like a beetle shell on the top half of yourself. I'm looking at the Asura version. Um, I think that's seeing... the combo though. Like you're seeing the backpack as well. Well, yeah, yeah. Not so that that part. I mean more like the the shape of the shoulders. Like if I were to imagine those continuing down, like it's just this kind of big shelly. I guess I mean shell because it has that hard scape look to it. Yeah, carapace. Um, it almost has a carapace look. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's uh it's very tanky in look. I was What do you think of it? Well, I I previewed it on was I on Alona when I previewed it? I think probably. I well it was either that or baby. No, 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 you would have been on baby. Probably on baby. You were on baby. Um it's it felt a little top heavy to me. on on baby. Like so which would be very <laughs> well, similar yeah. to um human females and Silvari <laughs> as well. Yes, you might be able to get still get through a doorway if you turn sideways, a Hamilt says. Absolutely. Um <laughs> I really like the the effects on it. I like the dye channels. I like the the geometric like where there's it's clearly delineated, you know, pattern. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that about it. Its proportions seem weird to me. Um it looks I actually think it looks really good on Azora. It looks amazing on Azor. It yeah. has a very like 1980s plastic action figure yeah. look to it. Like no, like in a good way. Like yeah. this is something that I would have like played with and carried around. You know, it's got that like chunky good feeling. Like it's not one of those looks that, you know, you, you put it on the table and your your character falls over. This is something that's going uh, to unless, stand up. Unless you're human. <laughs> Silvari. Okay. Or... I see what you're saying. So and for I, and I haven't seen it on a male. Uh, for either of those, any of those either. Ah. So I don't know what it yeah. looks like there. My main point being with Asura, it looks more balanced. It looks, uh, mm-hmm. you know, got lower center of gravity. Um, it looks chunky in a good way. Looks great. When I look, when I look at the Asura, um, yeah, it looks really heavy on top. Um, you mean so I, I mean, it's, yeah. So didn't I say that? You said Asura. Sorry. I think, yeah. Anyway. Um, so when I look at the Silvari, it, it does look. Granted, it also has a bobblehead on it. <laughs> yeah. Time. So I did grab that shaman's. 
picture from his tweet of the bobblehead version uh, to which he said something to the effect of, you know, look, I tried to balance out the armor. So I'm imagining, I'm looking at this and imagining a smaller head, which to me just seems like, oh boy. <laughs> Although I think my favorite is Char. Oh my gosh. But it's only because so big. It's, it's like, it, okay, so I looked on, so someone posted it to Reddit. It's like, who approved this? And I'm like, I actually kind of love it. And it reminded me of the one alien race from um, The Fifth Element. And I was re- looking through the comments. I never look through comments on Reddit anymore, but I was looking through the comments and so many people commented that they thought the exact same thing so on one hand i'm like i'm not sure what i feel about this on the char i kind of love it because of the association (laughs) there you go i do love the uh the backpack the back piece uh i haven't seen it out in the open world yet but i watched the videos the launch videos for this uh, when they were showing it off on the website and it it looks pretty snazzy i gotta say i I haven't seen uh, after it yet. the last after the last podcast, I did purchase the uh, <gasps> the tree. Oh, <laughs> I right. can't remember you the did. name. You loved yeah. it. Oh, I I love this. Uh, good gosh, like whatever it's called, the nature tree um, backpack combo uh, glider, and I've been super happy with that. It has a really cool uh, aura effect when you're gliding. Um, it's super showy, and I love it. Um, so I'm not too tempted to get this one, but I gotta say it looks good. It looks good with the armor. I don't know if I would like it. Maybe with like timekeeper outfit, it might go. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see um, that. Yeah, but I think it, it needs. It definitely needs to balance. It needs something to balance it. I will, um, so. I will also say for the armor, the default die that they've given it is actually really good. You know how we've commented in the past that sometimes the default dies are like awful. Well. <laughs> I wouldn't have been quite that harsh, but like sometimes I'll see an outfit and I'm like, ah, I don't really care for it. But then I see someone else using it and they've dyed it in such a way that it looks like chef's kiss. Like it's Amazing. just beautiful. So this one, I think they've done a really good job of showing it to its best potential color wise. <laughs> I do wonder though, sometimes the dye channels are or the, the defaults are done that way to highlight the different dye channels. Yeah. But from a I would argue from a marketing point of view you want to make it look really really awesome (laughs) so I have bought it because I've seen other people have it not because uh, like in some cases not in every case yeah so in any event that makes sense uh let's see so uh I did some promotions from the previous patch the new missed that one oh yeah I missed that one uh for a limited time the shimmerwing skyscale skin has returned to the gem store for 2000 gems is this the the like dragon wing kind of thing that you have that's absolutely gorgeous so gorgeous dragonfly yeah i love it (laughs) not quite as good as a hashtag Hashtag. i love the hummingbird might be one of my favorites (laughs) oh so cute love it love it uh all right so Moving on to items and promotions from the previous patch, the new Dark Monarch Skyscale skin is available for 2,000 gems, unless you get lucky, like Alona's friends, and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. have a key and unlock and, all the things. And get super duper lucky with, with their <laughs> with their uh, Black Lion chests. Uh, yeah, th- 
And I put the the next one in. I'm just going to jump in on this one. Hashtag uh, mm-hmm. the new Zytaffy Gobbler Pack is available for 400 gems. And if you're like chock-a-block drowning in Zytaffy, this could be very handy for you. I honestly, are there people who are? I'm not. I'm not drowning <laughs> in Zytaffy because I'm making them into uh, drawer breakers. But uh since we got a little bit of time left on Dragon Bash, I thought I'd throw that in there for people. Yeah. If they were unaware it existed. All right. Um, so also, um, I got lost here. All right. The improvements. <laughs> there we are. Improvements and updates. The Black Lion Weapons Specialist selling privateer weapons has returned to the vault area of Lion's Arch. So if you'd like to go pick up any of those privateer weapons, which are pretty cool. They are um, very cool. They're the ones that look cool. like musical instruments a little bit. Yeah. 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 I like those ones. Really? Yeah. So if you missed them, now's your chance. Mm-hmm. And then um, some more updates from previous patch the black line chest has been updated to the dragon fire chest the evan nashblade dragon coffer is the guaranteed item the worms breath cape the dark monarch sky scale skin and seven reapers grasps are the uncommon drops the improvised weapons collection and the tempest weapons collection are available as uncommon and rare drops respectively for the duration of this chest um lots of good stuff there mm-hmm. and unused versions of the glyph of volatility which rewards bonus volatile magic while gathering in addition to the gathering results and glyph of crucible, which replaces gathering results with materials used in lower level crafting recipes are available as rare drops for the duration of this chest. And we have some new updates our new available items in exchange for black lion statuettes. So these include fun stuff here. You got the swaggering hat, the fuzzy panda hat, the top hat, Casimir's regalia cape, Dragon Fireworks Package, Fire Breathing Package, Hydra Staff, Casimir's Regal Outfit, Casimir's Staff Skin, Marjorie's Shrouded Outfit, and Marjorie's Axe Skin have been added, among others. Among others. Do you like how I group those all into one thing? Thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> uh, and then I'll finish this part out. So uh, for Guild Wars 2 Wiki Notes, prior to this update, it was possible to skip the Ice Brood Portal section of Forging Steel. Prior to the Stone Summit Gate, naughty, naughty players. <laughs> players are now confronted with an effect which progressively darkens the border of their screen. A message stating something. It's like, why do we have a blank? I don't know. <laughs> why do we have a blank thing there? It must not have copied over. It must have been like an image or something when you copied the text over. <laughs> so we have a message stating blank. Mm. Well, if anyone would, it would be us. <laughs> and an effect called mm, is added to the player. Continuing to move away from the story area will eventually teleport the player back to the start no, of that's the what mission. it says. It's just blank? Yes. Well, get get it together. Someone needs to update the wiki. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> us. Wasn't us. We were just reading reading what's there. Um <laughs> So, yeah, so we don't know what the message is. We don't want the effect is called. So uh, <laughs> if, you, if you know, um, if you are playing the game and you want to you wanna, uh, test us out yourself, please tweet at us at uh, Host of Ascalon, and uh, we'll give you a nice big uh, like. So <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> and, and by we, me. Hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll retweet it. <laughs> From the Host of Ascalon Twitter? 
from my own personal There account, you go. So you know that it's super, super special. <laughs> okay. All right. Tossing it over to you, Alona. There was a upcoming looking ahead to summer days and nights post, which was very similar to when we saw for, was it Q2 or Q1? Oh, I think it was Q2. Oh, was it Q2? Okay. So it's summertime and Dragon Bash is still going strong. While you're watching the fireworks and snacking on Zytaffy, here's a glimp, glimp? Here's a glimpse glimp. at what what's coming to Tyria in the weeks ahead. So they have a little um, infographic with the Icebrug Saga Episode 4, Festival of the Four Winds, Guild Wars 2 8th Anniversary, New Mount Ability, and New Fractal. But then they go into a little bit more detail. For Living World, the next episode of the Ice Brood Saga arrives at the end of July. So we're coming... Well, actually, no. Why does it feel like July just started, but it's almost over? But it's ending. It's (laughs) done. It's over. If you're feeling an unseasonable (laughs) chill in the air, it may mean a trailer is on the way next week. At least they've warned us in advance, hashtag... (laughs) (laughs) like the previous episode nor quarter the upcoming episode will initially be released without voice acting we plan to record and implement the voice acting for any episodes impacted by COVID-19 precautions once it's safe for our employees and voice talent to gather for recording sessions maybe for this one we'll do what we were talking about doing with the previous one where uh, we we lend our own voice acting (laughs) (sighs) and we do our own foley Sounds like both a brilliant and terrible idea. Oh, yes. <laughs> Tune in live to the next episode for... Goodness gracious. <laughs> Although we have to actually give it, like, really give thought to the voices, though. I don't know. I kind of think it's funnier if, it, if you do it on the cusp. <laughs> Panther, say, Panther in chat saying that means you should definitely do it. <laughs> Uh, for anniversary, it's nearly time. Wait, no, wait. Festivals, festivals. I miss festivals. Festivals of the Four Winds is planned for the first half of August. Kick back and relax in the beautiful, beautiful labyrinthine cliffs if you need to cool down or heat things up with battles in the Crown Pavilion. No matter what you choose to do on your summer vacation, the festival will feature traditional activities, annual achievements, and new rewards. I gotta say kick back and relax is not quite my interpretation of labyrinthine cliffs because I remember talking about this last year, the whole battles in the crown pavilion, like I'm never doing, you know, I'm skipping out of order. I'm stepping on somebody's toes. But hashtag line. Oh, sky scale. No, but yes, I don't mean, but I mean like when you're, it's going to make, it's a game changer there for both. But no, but I mean, like the stress, I don't mean the stress of like falling or getting to locations. I mean, the stress of the whole way the battle system is set up in the arena. And like, you have to wait your turn to jump in and. Oh, you mean up at the top. Yeah. Oh, I heard they ever do that. So that's fine for me. (laughs) All right. So, so you can enjoy it. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm looking forward to you being able to get all of the, the little floaty bits easily this year bits you know like oh right 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 yeah things that you collect in labyrinthine cliffs (laughs) yeah (laughs) well because it's in two locations it's kind of like two festivals happening at the same time so because you have crown pavilion and festival of four winds oh like if you think about they're almost like two different things so uh, yeah i wasn't talking about crown i see now i wasn't talking about crown pavilion when i was talking about the battles i was talking about the battles that are in the labyrinthine cliffs up above right no yeah like you go up 
And there's like these, why am I visualizing like these wooden spiraling pathways that you walk up and there's like little floating arenas that's in hanging off of them. Crown Pavilion. You sure? I feel like I'm going insane and don't know anymore, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure that's not. The, you're getting them confused. Uh, no, I probably am. <laughs> Help us out, chat. You're uncharacteristically silent. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm Huzzah. wrong. Of course. All right. Well, I'll I'll eat it. But but at the same time, you were so convincing that I was like I. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What am I imagining? Wait, matches are up above. Yeah, yeah. so that's what I'm thinking about. Matches. But, but they're in the Crown Pavilion. They're not in Labyrinthine Cliffs. They're not? No. Never have sure. been. Never. Are you sure? Yes. And now you're really <laughs> trying to make stop gaslighting me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I truly, truly do. Like my memory <laughs> has been brain. in the same place, but that could be because is it possible that in the labyrinthine cliffs, there's a portal that takes you to the crown pavilion? Yeah. But it doesn't, so it might be, it doesn't take you to that area. It takes you to the center. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you, Panther, for giving me a, uh, yeah, you a, have a bone here. You uh, you do have to wait your turn. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> So and yeah, you are you are having a magical memory about this that is oh, yeah. not accurate. Well, that's that's not entirely surprising because this is the festival that I have played the least. Oh, is it? So yeah, I really like Festival of the Four Winds and Crown Pavilion, so I'm looking forward to this. All right, let's do it. I'm going to be an expert this year. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> For the anniversary, it's nearly time to celebrate the eighth anniversary of Guild Wars Two's. Release. That's hard to say. Guild Wars 2's release. Every character receives an annual present present on their birthday, the day they were created, packed with valuable and unique items. Wait, wait, I, I have to say. What? I love that I love that we have to have the subtext there. Like, present on your birthday, the day you were created. That is your birthday. Well, folks. in some games it would be the day the game went live. All right, all right. So the oldest Guild Wars 2 characters were created during the launch's early access period in 2012, and they will begin receiving their eighth birthday gifts on August 25th. Like this gal. You, I have to wait till January. Of course, not all gifts can be neatly wrapped and delivered to your inbox by your favorite mail carrier. And we've got some surprises in store as well. Here's a hint. Maybe you can't teach an old dog new tricks but one of your mounts is harboring an undiscovered talent. So I wonder about this because the Jackal really, I truly feel is probably the least used mount Mm -hmm. overall. So I'm wondering what they're bringing to the picture, because if you're in a zone that doesn't have the portals, like the Jackal portals, or, you know, you're not really, I don't know. Yeah. Unless you just really like them aesthetically. So I, yeah like there's no there's not a lot of reason outside of the yeah they don't go faster than a griffin or a sky scale for getting around places or raptor yeah i mean i I get the whole like thing mystique was that you could turn in midair but i don't really find a need for that enough and i'm not skilled (laughs) i'm not skilled enough not that you're not skilled i'm also not it's surprise (laughs) skills for pve and warclaw and yeah everyone's Everyone's pretty <laughs> yay present. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited about this. I like anniversary uh gifts. Well, I was going to say gifts, celebrations. Gifts. Celebrations. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. Yeah. So the new mountain fractal dust off your best mountain climb wait. Yeah. 
Dust off your best mountain climbing boots for a journey to beautiful and treacherous heights. A new fractal is on the way in September. Keep an eye out for more information as the release date draws near. Is do you, is this a jumping puzzle fractal? Hmm. And, mountain climbing boots. And do you do it or like it alpine like- where you have to wear like little like mountain climby like lederhosen and have an axe pick? Uh, or it could be like, um, oh gosh, names. I'm telling you, like I couldn't even remember fractal, so I'm I'm impossible. But what's the one where <laughs> there's like the big the big statue on the island that you're like climbing up as you go around the really the old one? You know, you're like walking up scaffolding as you're oh, making your way up the, to the top. The 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 oh, the the Colossus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was so a pretty jumping puzzle at the time. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I wonder if it'd be something like that, like you're making your way up to the top of something. Yeah. Mount mountainy, and you have the hammer. You yes. have my hammer. Yes. Oh my god, hashtag. <laughs> so yeah, I <laughs> flips I was ugh, jumping puzzles and fractals, but maybe like mountain climbing seems like if it's mountain climbing and it's heights and they're treacherous, that that says jumping puzzle to me. Mm. And Zero's asking if it's going to grant some insight to the far shiver peaks. So I could see a, a thematic tie mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting because it's not another strike mission that perhaps then ties into the story a little bit. It's the fractal. Mm. And I really liked the last time, you know, the last set of fractals that they released that had oh, yeah. that the, there was that thematic story that wove through them all. So that was really interesting. So I kind of, maybe they're starting that back up. Question mark. Fingers crossed. Maybe. All right. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> We're going to move on to our default mail carrier uh, bag. And our, our default, our mail carrier bag is, uh, Full. it's feeling a little he- heavy today. Um, we got we got some we got some messages from our listeners um oh wait wait is there three or the four one two three we have four there's four but there were three of which um alona accidentally missed putting in previous shows but you know what happens it happens we didn't have space our last episode was so long like 42 minutes so so long (laughs) that's the thing we could have put these any room Any room for letters. Uh, anyway, well, we got to them no. today. And I, I love these because Alona has left um, little titles for herself on each <laughs> each um, each message. So um, here's the first one. The subject line is another way to play. And this was turned in on um, March 19th. Shame <laughs> on Alona. Shame on your cow. I'm just shame on your- so much shame for me. No, no. Uh, all right. Unless, okay, was, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm reasonably sure I did not put this in the show. I could not find it in any of our show notes. But if you're hearing it for the second time, I'm sorry. But if you are the person who wrote this and I missed it, I'm so sorry. Alona, <laughs> I'm done really now. bad news. Uh, yeah. No. Um, so back to our, our message here. I listened to your podcast fairly faithfully and have learned some valuable tips on base- basic gameplay. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that's our, 
That's our MO. Yes, basic. Uh, That never occurred to me. I thought I would share how I do things differently. I have been playing pretty much every evening for maybe three years. I started with the base number of characters for a while and expanded the number of characters with expansions and added my last two recently with gem purchases. I have nine, one for each profession, and one for each sex and race except for a male Norn. Uh, I play them equally, a different one each night. Eight of the nine have main map completion. My newest is working on it. I have all crafts covered multiple times and most are maxed out. Wow. My latest project is getting ascended weapons and armor for all characters. Not that interested in legendary until they are all complete. I do most things solo and I'm not very helpful to the guild I'm in (laughs) since they do their thing 9.30 Saturday night when I'm getting done for the evening. The activities usually involve jumping puzzles, which are one of my weaknesses. I should mention I'm an old guy, 66, that's not old, but have been playing computer games since I bought my first computer in 1978. And this was turned in to us from BB Setter. I love this idea. Yeah, I like and this is one of the things that I we've talked about a lot is just, yes, there is achievements and goals in the game, but sometimes the most fun ones are ones you set for yourself. Yeah. Where, yeah. where you just kind of like, your own. yeah, this is what I want to do and I'm going to do this. So I thought, thank you very much for writing in. I thought that was awesome. Did you want me to? It's you. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. you. Let's go back. Uh, so uh, Guild Wars won Tales from March 23rd. More Alona shame. It's my <laughs> and actually, I think flip sides in chat. So, so sorry. You guys might appreciate this. I've been doing the Oreos mines for Luxon points, but stumble across a team build to earn some points another way. Not wanting to mess with my necro setup, I thought I'd see if my Ellie's heroes were up to snuff. Turns out they're not. Once I switched <laughs> to using my necro, all the other alts fell to the wayside, including my namesake Ellie, who is my oldest character at over 14 years. He's Oof. a prophecies character from way back, so he needs more heroes, which means he didn't finish Nightfall. So I went to see how much he had left to do. Looks like he made it to the Realm of Torment, Ooh. but I had stopped there. So here's the fun bit. Went to the zone and was standing around while I fumbled through menus to see where I left off. One of the handful of One of the handful of players in the zone comes running up saying, hey, and waving. Turns out they're stuck. Ended up running around with them through the next few missions until we were murdered by Shiro Dagachi. I think we did pretty good since I hadn't played those missions in at least a decade. I was never one to try to group up, but it's fun helping out. I might have to lend a hand more often. And that was from Flipside. And yeah, I've met many people just, just randomly chatting and then, hey, you're friends. Oh, that reminds me, I made a sort of made a friend in uh, which was Siren's Landing. I was oh really? Well, I was I was skyscaling around, and I thought, well, let's see how high I can get up here. And there was a commander tag, and I assumed assumed that they were just doing commandery things on the map. But when I got up to one of the highest spires, it was this person, and they they were in the uh, the the the. Oh, the the chair that looks very Egyptian. Mm. And they had the tag on and they were just sitting in the chair <laughs> on the top of the spire doing nothing. And I I think I waved to them. And they didn't do anything. So I, I started to dance in front of them <laughs> because I didn't have anything to do. And then after about two or three minutes, I went, oh, hey, there's someone up here with me. 
<laughs> and it turns out they don't have Skyscale. They got up there without Skyscale. Whoa. And I have no idea how they did it. And they they kind of pointed off into the distance where there's like the even higher spires. And mm-hmm. so I, I Skyscale over there and I tried to see how high I could get. And it starts to go off the map. But you can get almost to the very tippity top of that. And actually then Zero teleported to friend to me. And we were like trying to do all these things. But yeah, they were really, we had, I had a really nice chat with them and it was a really nice time. Anyway, that was something I did in game that I had forgot about. And, yeah, and I think that fits. Flipside's uh, email reminded me. <laughs> I think that fits into our theme of, of uh, you know, like the last, the last message as well. Like I often find myself in, in zones saying like, can I get to that spot? Can I get to that spot? Can, how high can I get? Uh, and that's another like fun challenge to try to kind of not break out of the map, but just kind of explore the wonders of how high can you go with your mounts. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. The next message, dropping the crystal from May 31st. Alona, you're not the worst. <laughs> this wasn't that long ago. You're okay. It's, it's a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Thank you for verifying that my choice didn't really reflect what happened because I also chose not to drop up, drop it, but chaos still ensued and I felt terrible. I wondered if I'd done something wrong, but now I realize Ritlock did it. Uh, I hope they really intend for us to feel this uncomfortable because indeed things are getting seriously icky. By the way, I wrote to you a long time ago about <laughs> crafting chicken chumpa as a way to get re-involved with the game, I ended up quitting on that because really, I don't even like shortbow. <laughs> <laughs> so I crafted Fires instead and it's fantastic. I just slightly miss my Lovestruck skin because I have a whole heart theme going on. Ah, uh, well, and this is from Samandel. And I, uh, yeah, I remember, you know, we were talking two podcasts ago yeah. about, about that, you know, that, that the way that the story forced you into a position where it felt like, wait, wait, what am I doing? I don't feel good. I, I, and you lost agency for a little bit. No, no, it was you... the opposite of that. It was the opposite. Right. It gave you agency, but then the outcome was the same regardless, whichever you chose. But you could still feel good about your choice. Right, right. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. I remember now what this is talking about. This is talking about when... um when yeah, like dropping the mine, dropping the thing down in the uh, pipe, the thing above, yeah, yeah, the, pipe. the shaft, yeah, the the crystal yes. down the shaft, yeah, 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 and the fact that like yeah, because I remember when it happened in the episode and I chose not to drop it, and then it happened, I was like, wait, but didn't I not? So I had the same reaction that Sam and Dell had, where I was like, wait, but I didn't choose that, and they're like, oh, okay, wait, it wasn't me, okay, yeah, Whew. I would actually really like stats on players who drop the crystal versus Choices. don't. Hmm. I would love to know that spread. That would be interesting. It would be really interesting. So yeah, sorry I missed that. I thought it was, yeah. Because, yeah, icky. Icky, icky, icky. Very icky. <laughs> and we had one title, uh, our last email titled Patreon, July 7th. Yay, no shame. Because <laughs> it was yesterday. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Hi, guys. Just thought I would drop you an opinion on your potential Patreon idea. I have never supported any podcast via Patreon. However, when you brought up the idea on the last show, I have to say it seemed like an idea I could totally get behind. I thought to myself that I could see myself giving five pounds or even 10 pounds a month as the podcast has given me hours of free entertainment over the years, even when I haven't been able to play the game for stretches. 
So when you said how much you were looking for, <laughs> I let out an audible laugh. Fortunately, my, <laughs> only my two dogs were around to look at me funny. So if you go ahead with the Patreon, I will definitely, you will definitely have one supporter. Keep up the awesome work, Gareth. And um, actually, Gareth was our first Patreon because <laughs> we launched it this morning. And uh, yeah, it's $1. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel super greedy asking for that. <laughs> it's but, so funny because we did have, we were like racked with guilt on like the past <laughs> podcast as we were trying to figure out is this okay can we do this uh yeah is it gonna make people angry <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah <laughs> it's like a, a tenth of what was proposed <laughs> so yeah um thank you gareth uh for writing in it was i had uh, quite the chuckle <laughs> when i read that <laughs> and uh thank you to gareth and i think uh, a Hamlet just uh, shared in chat that they yeah. also contributed their first Patreon. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. So that's awesome. It's at, well, Patreon, but Host of Ascalon. You can find it pretty easy, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And if you can't, let us know and we'll make sure that you you have it. <laughs> so, can, um, Alana, hmm. can, I, can I just take a moment to uh, read what you wrote on, on our Patreon post? Because, um, yeah. you know, I read it for the first time today. For the very um, first time, hashtag. <laughs> I didn't we send a you a screenshot, a, a chat, a screenshot a month ago, <laughs> and also tell it to you over chat like half a month ago. <laughs> yeah, and I read it again today, and I was like, "Wow, Luna, this is amazing! I love it." <laughs> I laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> so it says, "We'll take this cash." And run away forever <laughs> or use it to help cover podcast hosting fees, whichever makes the most sense. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Yes. So $1 per month, a toast from our listeners. Thank you. One tier, one tier only, Vasily. <laughs> Actually, that's, I just quoted something no one's going to get. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's an Easter egg. Easter egg. I just gave it away. <laughs> Yeah, why'd you do that? I'm gonna I'm gonna beep it out in okay. the uh... <laughs> fine. All right. We like to take note of artwork, community events, fan creations, and other notable Guild Wars 2 happenings and propose a toast to their existence in a little spotlight we call the Toasts of Ascalon. It's a little a little Twitter account that maybe a few people have heard about. Just a few. <laughs> just, just, just a few. Uh, so um, we, have a, we have a post here from That Shaman. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it says, the new uh, Guild Wars 2 player guide I mentioned before my previous data mining post includes now uh, Homeworld selection, movement, tutorial instance, skill bar, dodge and heal, world map events, equipment, downstate and revive, inventory, trading, post, gathering, and the forums. You know what's not in there? What's not in there? Combos. Hmm. Combos aren't so, in there. <laughs> so Boots, Boots replied, and I love this, and Boots at World of Enders said, the lack of a combo guide here might play a small role in why they removed combo field interactions from a few traits yesterday. Oh, well, at least my video guide exists for everyone to learn them. So, yes, if if you are listening and you 
aren't super sure how to use combos, Boots has put out a video on YouTube, World of Enders, if you're not sure how to find find them. And they also, Boots explains things super well. Heartily recommend you check it out. And But I really thought that that was interesting that they're, from the data mining, that there's going to be a player guide, a new player guide. And I think, yeah. that's, I think that's wonderful. Love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. It's you. Oh, right. <laughs> I was like, why? Why is that talking? Also, I didn't finish things. Oh, crap. Just a second. You, you need to fill that in for me. Okay. Uh, you you start yes. doing the thing and I'll and I'll do that thing. Okay. And that is it. That is the show. To get in touch with us, you can contact hashtag on Twitter at hash the tag. That's H A A S H the tag or S I G G dot one seven three five in game. You can engage engage. That's you know sometimes you say a word and it sounds weird. You can engage Alona at one big pair P E A R or in game at one big pair dot one two four nine. And as mentioned at the top of the show, you can message both of us at once at hostvascalon at gmail.com or on Twitter at Host of Ascalon using your trusty tweeter machine. You can subscribe to Host of Ascalon on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, or you can hop over to our website, hostvascalon.com, to either listen directly or nab the RSS to use with your preferred podcast app. And don't forget, we live stream the show at twitch.tv slash hostvascalon every third Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Our next live Twitch show will be July 29th. That was totally there in advance of me starting this. (laughs) Good show, H to the D. Thanks to our Twitch squad for coming out to the live show. To them and everyone listening, bash those dragons! Shut up now! I can't hear anything!